1: Rental yield is one of those terms bandied about in landlord circles but potential landlords are not always sure what it means because it's a number and most people don't really use it that often and in very simple terms the gross rental yield of a property is the annual income expressed as a percentage of the property's purchase price or value and it's important we work this number out. Rental yield offers a useful overview of whether a property is likely to be profitable or not. So it's important. If a flat is very expensive, and the market is so saturated with the rental properties that the average rent is low, then the property might not be a good investment, and vice versa. And you want to make sure you obviously have good investments. Now, I think that you should use the gross rental yield to compare different properties and look at the return to see how your money can work best for you. You can also use the figure to track the profitability of your portfolio over time and the bigger the portfolio the more important it becomes. After all property values change and rents go up but not necessarily on the same trajectory so it's important we keep on top of our projection and numbers and actual results. Here's how you can work out the gross rental yield. First, work out what the actual value of the property is. Now you have this because obviously you would you both the property so you know what it cost you. Now that's going to be easy if you just bought the property, but if you own the property for a long while, then you might not remember all the numbers, so you'll have to look up the completion statement, which should give you everything you need, and that would have been given to you by your solicitor. Next, work out what your annual rental income is. Uh, if your tenant pays monthly, multiply the rent by twelve. Or if it's weekly, pay multiply by fifty-two. So on and so forth. Usually, obviously, most tenants pay uh, per month. The calculation is as follows: it's annual rental income divided by the property's value. For example, if your property is worth, let's say 150,000 pounds, and the tenant pays you, or a tenant pays you 450 pounds a month times 12, gives you 5,400, is 5,400, divided by 150,000, gives you 3.6% return. Uh, now that's before your expenses, so that's your gross rental yield. What we now need to look at is your net rental yield, uh, and that's the net figure after you've paid out all of your expenses. And things like letting agent fees, maintenance costs, accounting fees, insurance, mortgage, etc. Uh, you should obviously take out all the costs to make sure you've got the correct uh, uh, rental yield, net rental yield. If there's voids, obviously, that's going to be an even lower figure. Do not deduct any costs covered by the tenant, such as counter-tax and water rates. Using the, uh, using the example I've just shared with you, Let's assume you've got annual cost of three thousand pounds. So the gross rent five thousand four hundred minus three thousand gives you two thousand four hundred. Two thousand four hundred into two hundred fifty thousand gives you one point six percent return. That is not so good. I think it's very low. In fact, uh, and your cost might be even higher depending on the uh, amount of mortgage you've got. And if you unexpectedly have, let's say, uh, a huge repair cost, or you replace a roof or something else, like for five grand then you're into a minus figure, which means it's costing you to keep the property. Not good at all. So you don't want to invest into a vital property without calculating the rental yield. Uh, Otherwise, it might end up in tears and costing you money, in in which case, that's not the business we're in. We're in the business of making property work and having good property for tenants, but at the same time, making sure you have a return because you've got your money invested in there, you've got your time and effort invested in there, it's got to be profitable and it's got to work for you. That's the whole thing about having a business, whether it's property or not, it doesn't really matter. Now in general terms, the cheaper the property obviously, the more likely that you'll have a good return if the rent is decent, uh, and by cheap, I don't mean in a cheap area, what I mean is if you buy it below market value or you get a good deal or you buy it cheap and you need refurbishment work doing to it and you add value to it uh, and the value is higher than the, the money that you've spent. Uh, so it's important that you work out these numbers and you go into it with your eyes open this isn't the only number you need to work out by the way there are other, there are other two or three other numbers which i will share with you in a different video now, of course you can buy properties in a cheaper uh, area for example but you can't obviously charge higher rents because the rents dictated by the marketplace so you need to be aware of that to maximize your returns look for properties in popular areas where there's a high rental demand it could be in the universities a commuter town or commuter route, uh, and avoid properties uh, with poor energy performance, and also avoid properties uh, that aren't in demand because you don't want to have, to have long periods of void or an empty property. In existing properties, try to reduce your overheads, try and keep it as slick as you can. Obviously, there's legal requirements, and you gotta make sure uh, the property's habitable and in a good condition, uh, but you wanna make sure that you keep an eye on your costs. Now, void periods are unavoidable you know, sometimes and they're inevitable, uh, but they can have a huge impact on your rental yields uh, because if your property's is empty, then you're not getting income coming in, it's costing you. So you want to try to minimize these, and the best way of doing this is to look after your tenants, be nice to them, uh, and make sure that they're comfortable and issues they have, go and fix them ASAP so that they stay with you for a longer period of time. Now, number crunching, I understand, is not everybody's uh, forte, it's not fun for most people. I like it, and I'm an accountant. Uh, but. There's some numbers you need to get comfortable with and rental yield is one of those numbers. If a property isn't performing as you hoped or a prospective purchase is less than you expected, uh, you then you'd rather know that upfront as opposed to buying a property and then figuring out this, the whole deal doesn't stack up. Well, guess what? It's too late then. So just having two or three or four numbers, you can just check like on the back of a cigarette packet uh, is gonna help you ensure that you're making a decision based on some metrics and some meaningful information so you're not going into it blind uh, or with your eyes closed. Thanks
0: for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk Build your wealth
1: by mastering money.